Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's Mike show and the Bulldog. I have a leg injury and a foot injury right a now. A leg and a foot. Are they on the same side of my body? Side of your body? Yes. yes. Okay. Left. What happened to you? I got stung by a bee. And then I think I got stung by another bee. Oh, come on. I think I did. When did this happen? Last night. Last night? Last night. Who knew? It's Mike Shope. Huh. Just never thought about getting stung by a bee at night. I don't know. But there would still be bees at night. I guess. Not to sound like the flat earth thing. <laughs> there would, well, the bees just don't disappear when it gets dark. Okay. But I've never seen one at night. Well, it's dark. And the bulldog. Maybe they would not be out at night, but you disturbed it. So it came out and said, hey, what are you doing? Yeah, they weren't expecting I, me. In, I'm in here trying to watch the Vietnam War on PBS, <laughs> and you're you're. What are you doing, sitting down in the chair? It's, uh, this is my time. You are not supposed to. <laughs> right. This is our time. <laughs> right. That's what the B said. Right. So, For, on but, behalf of the other Bs, but, on WGR Sports Radio 550. All right, all right. Good afternoon, everyone. I am the Bulldog. Happy to be with you on this Monday afternoon. Mike Shope has the day off today. Super Bowl week. We're there, baby. We've made it through the coaching hiring cycle for the most part. I think the Bills still need a quarterback's coach. I don't know if every job in the league has now been claimed uh, at the head coaching level and the, and the coordinator level. I'm, pr- I'm pretty sure they have. Uh, but we've, we've made it through that. The teams are in Vegas, and we've got football on Sunday. Uh, we've got a lot to uh, pour over here today, and hopefully it'll be a, a fun ride between now and 7 o'clock with me and Zach and a number of guests. At 4 o'clock today, I'm really looking forward to this because in part Friday, we had um, a couple of uh, Stefan Diggs media appearances, and there were quotes, and some of it was cryptic, and of course we're sort of talking about the $31 million in dead money, and like, Who's our guy for that? We got a guy for that. Mike Janitti from Track is going to be with us at four. Not to just talk about Diggs' contract um, moving forward, but the entire offseason landscape for the Bills, if not some other important teams that they're competing with. The Dolphins and Chiefs will uh, touch as much uh, touch on as much as we can in the, I don't know, 20 minutes or so that we'll have Mike. But I'm looking forward to that at four sale. Capaccio at five to kind of pour over uh, some of that and uh, start gearing up for Super Bowl week. And then at six, Paul Hamilton. Remember Paul, everyone? Uh, the Sabres were off last week. The league was 
going through their all-star break at the back end and through the weekend, but they're back up and running. The Sabres practiced yesterday and today, and Paul Hamilton is is back on the job. He was he was away while the Sabres were away. That makes sense. And so Paul will join me uh, in the 6 o'clock hour. I, I have to start here. Uh, I want to I want to uh, admit something uh, to you. We don't have to dwell on it uh, because in the end, I, I feel like I've I've come out the other side already of my Bills lost in the playoffs postseason letdown depression. Uh, I feel like I'm already uh, and, and it was today that I made well. I, to say it was an important discovery is a little ridiculous uh, because it's it's not, you know, it's, once I get there, you're going to be like, really, dude? Like, you, you, needed, you needed all this time to figure this out? Um, but, like, for me, just being real, just to sort of lay this on you, um, I, I don't know if it's year over year over year of being here and doing this job, which is still a ton of fun. Um, even through the disappointing losses. I mean, the, the, these days are way better than the first 15 years or so that Mike and I were working together. We've been together more than 20 years now uh, as an afternoon show on WGR, and we're, we're proud of that. And I, I enjoy it, and I still enjoy it. But, like, these these last few years where, where you know, the Bills are in a contending state and there's so much poured into it. It's a very different vibe. Um, it, it takes more for me to sort of get over the disappointment because, you know, when you have hope and they end up being crushed, I, I, I mean, I guess, right? I mean, you, you, you lose in the divisional round for a third year in a row, like, damn. Um, it, of course, is way better, and, but also different. Um, I think emotionally, mentally, to go through that versus, you know, the like I referenced already, the first, you know, 15 years that Mike and I were together from like 2003 to, through 2018, uh, just kind of like, all right, I mean, yay, we made the playoffs in 17. That was important. And I'm not blowing that off, but it wasn't like we're a contender now, right? 18 is Allen's rookie year. You know, just got to kind of grind through that. Hopefully the tree grows. And it obviously did and has borne tons of fruit, and it's very exciting. But from there on, once you become a contender, like the losses, they they stay with you more. I was sort of numb, I think, during the drought. You know, it was just lather, rinse, repeat, like the instructions on the back of the shampoo bottle. You know, go through the year. We don't really have any trouble. We're in the hunt. Yes, sure. Okay. And the year ends and, you know, a lot of the time in December, we're arguing about whether it matters if they beat the Jets or not. And you're mad at us because we're not impressed that they beat the Jets to improve to, you know, six and 10 on the year or whatever it was. And just, it was just a very different thing. Once you're good and you're contender level and you're, well, in 20, you're all game away from the Super Bowl. And then in subsequent years, of course, they've been two games removed uh, from getting there and, and, and actually you know, winning their first championship. It's just different. And for some reason this year, it, it, maybe it was just, I, I, I guess I, I, I thought uh, maybe this was their year. I, I don't know. Vibes check. 
it just takes me a little longer than it used to to sort of get back up for, you know, all of the stuff, right? The combine and the senior bowl and the 40 times and draft a wide receiver. Uh, Derrick Henry's a free hit. Just all the stuff, right? It just takes me a little while longer. And, and this year in particular, I don't know, um, you know, one one little part of that for me personally is um, – you know, my dad turned 90 last September. I don't know. Like, he's doing great. He's in great health. But every year that goes by, I just sort of think, oh, man, like another, we got to wait another offseason. Like, I just, I, I want to get there. I don't want to be like so many of you that have had parents and grandparents and loved ones who never saw them win a championship. Like, so, yeah, a, but, but professionally, like, to do my job, like, that's not, you know, in my, you know, on my mind. It just gets harder. And I don't know if, if you folks are similar in that way or it just is, you know, you know change the coach, uh, get some, you know, if you're just pouring into all the, you know, all the, all the mechanics of the off season. Uh, but it's been a little bit more of a chore for me, but here's the, the good news is for me anyway, and, and I guess by virtue you, cause I'm, I'm not going to sit here and just bitch and moan all, all afternoon. Um, I, I, I set out today just to look at I'm, – I'm fascinated by Brock Purdy being in the Super Bowl. Last pick of the draft the year before last. So the 22 draft, he's the, he's the last pick of the draft, and he is quarter. Not only is he quarterbacking a team in the Super Bowl, he was an, M, an MVP candidate. I mean, I guess he still is. The award has not been given out yet. Uh, but everyone is just, I think, assuming Lamar Jackson is going to win the thing in a runaway. And so I'm thinking about Purdy and I'm thinking about Mahomes, the two guys that are going to be playing on Sunday. And I'm thinking about Jackson. I'm thinking about Allen. I'm just thinking about quarterbacks. And I, <laughs> I, I have, I don't know if you've done this, if you've thought about this at all. Uh, I have their stat lines from the year. And it's pretty easy to guy. I've already told you which four guys I'm talking about. So it won't, won't be hard to guess, especially like there's a few numbers in. Well, I guess Mahomes and Purdy maybe would be a little harder to discern which guy might be which, but I think like Jackson and Allen, there are dead giveaway clues. Uh, 15 rushing touchdowns, for example, and on Allen's stat line, you go like, okay, that's Josh Allen. Uh, 800 plus rushing yards. That, that, that's probably Lamar Jackson, right? You might, you might, I mean, Allen's excellent as a rusher. Mahomes ain't bad himself. Purdy, not so much, but... You, you can probably figure out the, like who who's who there amongst those two, right? The the full lines on on these players: Jackson, sixteen games, sixty seven point two percent completion percentage, thirty six hundred yards for an eight yard per attempt average, twenty four passing touchdowns, seven interceptions, eight hundred and twenty one rushing yards. Like I already said, five rushing touchdowns. Allen, seventeen games, he didn't get the rest, sixty six and a half. Completion percentage, 4,306 yards for a 7.4 yards per attempt average, 29 passing touchdowns, 18 picks. That's another number that would probably be a tell that that's Josh Allen's stat line, so I'm not going to fool around trying to hide it from you. 524 rushing yards, 15 rushing touchdowns. Let me give you these other two stat lines and see if you – Zach, Zach do you, are you super familiar with Purdy and Mahomes? Like their their seasons, the like you, yeah. You have like do you, do you have them committed to memory or anything? Not committed to memory, but I've looked at parties and I've gotten upset about it. <laughs> okay, here's quarterback A, 
Okay. 16 games. They both played 16 games. 67.2 completion percentage, 4,183 yards for a seven yard per attempt average, 27 passing touchdowns, 14 picks, 389 rushing yards, zero rushing touchdowns. Quarterback A. Quarterback B. 16 games played also, 69.4% completion percentage, 4,280 yards for a 9.6 yards per attempt average, 31 passing touchdowns, 11 interceptions, only 144 yards on the ground, and two rushing touchdowns. That's quarterback B. Which one's which? Mahomes is A, Purdy is B. Yeah. 31 passing touchdowns. It makes me mad. His, okay. his season makes me really This mad. is so – okay, you're perfect that we're together today. I mean, not perfect that Mike's not here, but whatever. Uh, it makes you mad. Why does it make you mad? I So I have an interesting relationship with Brock Purdy. Many people were introduced to him last year as the whole – he was the last overall pick in the draft and the 49ers just fell into his lap, the whole thing. I watch Big 12 football. I'm a Texas fan. I know Iowa State. I had to listen for two years as some draft, you know, an analyst, you know, whether it be Matt Miller or whoever, tell you that Brock Purdy might be a first round pick. <laughs> and then he would have a bad season. Mm-hmm. And then it was a season where, oh, Brees Hall's the best player on their team. Just don't give it to Brock Purdy. I knew who Brock Purdy was before he got drafted. And then he went to Kyle Shanahan. And my immediate thought was, oh, man, he's going to be solid. Like, I didn't think he'd be this. I did not think he'd right. be this. I knew he'd be solid. And then I found out. Maybe it was the Baltimore game that he had broken the record for season passing yards by a San Francisco 49ers quarterback, and I just saw red. I was like, there's no way Joe Montana and Steve <laughs> right. Young did not have at least 4,200 yards passing in a season. They never did. I think Montana had one 4,000-yard season. Yeah. It was as a chief, and then Young had like two. And I'm like, this is unbelievable. Right. Yeah, he's – I mean, Allen exists. He Allen played one more game. If not for that, Purdy's – uh, the the top name yeah. yards wise yeah, on this oh, list. I don't I don't know if these are the top. You know how the league stacked up top to bottom. I don't really care. Um, like for me, these are the four guys that met. Two of them are playing this weekend. The other one's going to be MVP. The other one's our guy, right? So the, these are the four. Uh, and I don't need to work Justin Herbert into the conversation here. Okay, like just not not, not interested right now. Or, or CJ Stroud, like guys who are good and, and and may ascend to this tier of football, but. So what I, I'm thinking about here, a few different things, and then I sort of stumbled into this overall make-me-feel-good-about-the-way-forward point as we immerse ourselves in, you know, which contracts to redo and who are we going to find in the bargain bin in free agency and what are we going to do with the draft picks and just all of it before we even get to the summer and practice and all that stuff. Do you root for Brock Purdy is a part of it to me. Like, because it's... I mean, we have no affiliation for the most part with the 49ers. They've never been on the other end, like on the business end of a disappointment for us. All those years in the 90s when both were powers in the AFC and NFC respectively, we never got that Super Bowl, right? Disappointing millions. Yeah. uh, Sure, at least, yeah, at least here. You know, San Francisco got theirs anyway, but we never got that that meeting. Yeah. you know that maybe the most memorable regular season game between the two is one of the greatest games in the history of the NFL, the no punt game. So like, there's not they're not like sour, but like, and they're playing the Chiefs and Mahomes, and that is you know that can be complicated for the, that's a that's the roadblock, that's the team in our way. 
But I, like, I wonder, like you, do you sort of hold it against Purdy that he's this good in the NFL because it doesn't make sense that he would be? Kind of. Yeah. I, 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 and I feel bad about that. I, I feel weird because I know a lot of people are rooting for Purdy. I am somebody, though, I, if anyone looked at my Twitter, like when they were playing the Lions or Green Bay, like just catch his interceptions, please. Like <laughs> they are softballs and no one's catching them. And it, it's not even just that for me. It's it, San Francisco does feel like kind of like the loser version of Kansas City in this like era. Like San Francisco has been awesome for like uh-huh. six years. But they've dealt with injuries, so they've had seasons where, like, we know they're maybe the most talented team. Even in last year is an example, yeah. right? Losing Purdy in the NFC last title year's a perfect game. example yeah. where all of a sudden Chris McCaffrey has to go out there and start throwing passes, and everyone's like, "What is <laughs> happening here?" But they've never won a Super Bowl with Kyle Shanahan, even though they've been so talented. They've been really good. I mean, anytime their quarterback stays healthy, they make it to the NFC Championship game, if not win it. Where Kansas City just seems to figure it out and win Super Bowls, San Francisco's been able to figure out and just falls apart in the playoffs, whether it be injury or what have you. But it, it just it'll feel weird to me if a guy like a Brock Purdy does lift the Lombardi and you're looking at guys like Lamar Jackson, like Josh Allen. You brought up Herbert, so we'll throw in Herbert there too, and you're just like, none of them even played in the game yet, right? Like, let alone win it. And yeah. I don't I don't know. Like there there is a part of me and maybe it is a little bit of arrogance, like now that Allen is like my favorite team's quarterback. I would just, it would be like, oh, cool. So we're back to the Trent Dilfer era right. of the NFL right. where just right. like the but, quarterback can just kind of show up and like but, everyone else the, is good. But the thing is that that is not what this is. Like, yes, there's an excellent team on both sides of the ball around this guy and tons of talent on that offense and a wizard for a play caller and offensive designer in Kyle Shanahan. But his numbers but like, looks good. That, the, that, the, those stats are not the stats of a guy who's just handing it off to Christian McCaffrey 30 times yeah. a game and like standing in the back. I like, brought up Trent Dilfer. It, that's not hitting. No, like handing right. it off to Jamal Lewis and makes like three right. throws a game. He's the, a 4,000-yard passer, yeah. 30 touchdowns. It's it's crazy, I hate the it. numbers. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, like that that feels like a little bit of it. Like we've got, we've got, I think, I don't know, the second most talented guy at the position – in the sport, I like to think so. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, I know we're in Buffalo, but I I feel like obje- around the league. Like I think if you're doing this exercise in Detroit, uh, I don't think like you're putting Jared Goff up there. Uh, I I think Allen b- belongs there, and so can you? Do you get tangled up thinking about Purdy and like? Oh, wait, I, I'm paying how much? What am I doing here? I, seventh overall, $250 million contract, and I can't get out of the divisional round. And here's Brock Purdy, Mr. Irrelevant, last pick of the draft. Like, does that make you nuts? It doesn't exactly make me nuts at oh, all. It, really. eats, it eats away at me. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's I, a problem. I, 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 good. I, I like that. If anybody out there feels similar, feel free to chime in. 803-0550 uh, is the number because maybe it's a bit of a conflict because they're playing the Chiefs and they're playing Mahomes. And I, like, I had no problem rooting for Mahomes last week. or You know what I mean? The, the conference championship weekend uh, against Jackson because I didn't want Jackson to achieve something that Allen hasn't achieved yet. It's, uh, it's petty. It's uh, founded in jealousy, I freely admit. But that was that I did not want to be in this chair fending off, oh, look, Lamar did it. Our guy can't. Ugh, just fine. So I got there. 
Super Bowl? Yeah, no. Like, I, uh, as much as I like a dynasty story and am loving the Taylor Swift stuff, I don't need the Chiefs to have another trophy. So if Brock Purdy wins it, great. Like, I set out thinking about that. I looked at those numbers and wrote them all down. And then I started thinking about the MVP a little bit. And, like, I don't know. I, I'm right there with anyone who, you know, three-quarters of the way through the season, certainly towards the end when, when Lamar went off late, like, oh, yeah, I mean, he's got the MVP in the bag. And I'm looking at the, at the stats. I'm going, how? Is it the interceptions for Allen? Is it because some of those rushing touchdowns were tush pushes? Uh, what? Like, how did we land here where Jackson is such an overwhelming favorite and of the four guys that we're talking about, two of whom are in the Super Bowl, one of whom beat both Allen and Jackson on the way to the Super Bowl. Like Jackson easily has the, I mean, he's got the most rushing yards, but he add it all up. I'm not sure I really get it. Like, I'm not here to necessarily like relitigate the, <laughs> the, the, the votes are probably in there. The, 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 the award show is going to be this weekend at some point in the run up to the game Sunday. And Jackson's going to win his second MVP. I'm not, a hundred percent sure how we have allowed that to happen. <laughs> I guess that's one thing. The other thing, the thing that really I arrived at that is obvious and made me feel better about all the, whatever's going on with Diggs' his contract uh, and, and, and the salary cap for the bills and how they're going to dig out and adjust things with different guys and extend guys and cut guys and make room and all the stuff. And, how long of a road it is to get from, I mean, we haven't even played the Super Bowl yet. And I'm telling you, the last, the last, since the Bills got knocked out, I have been sort of, it's been a little, it's taken me a little longer to get my shoes on. You know what I mean? Like just, oh, yeah. we're just starting, it's still February. When's it going to, when's it going to be May? When, like, oh, it's just, it's exhausting a little bit to like sort of, you know, put the house back in order and go get ready to play the feud again. But, Looking at all uh, at at those numbers for those four quarterbacks and thinking about the MVP and Jackson winning a second one, most likely what's going to happen, it made me feel really good about all of this that I arrived at the conclusion that there is only one guy in the sport that I would rather have than our guy. That's it. There's only one guy, Mahomes. I mean, and and you can even probably argue about that, but. You know, the accomplishments, it's not just about this year. I mean, Mahomes is... At a certain point, the resume. Right. I mean, the hardware, like, it's there, right? So, well, sure, well, he's got Andy... Whatever, all right? Objectively, I think it's... And I don't think this is just, I live in Buffalo, and I love Josh Allen, and I have a t-shirt, or whatever. It's, realistically, I, I think you can objectively say there's only one guy in the sport you'd rather have. At the most important position on the field. And that is, I mean, in a nutshell, that's your window's open no matter what. You've got that cat playing quarterback. And yes, all the other positions and the spots and the salary cap and all the stuff that really matters will matter and it will have an impact and we will have to hope that the Bills navigate all that as, as well as possible and make the right choices and draft the right players to supplement the rosters. They're going to need maybe as much as they've needed in a long, long time out of this draft class uh, that rolls in here in late April. But as 
as tough as it can be for me emotionally to sort of start this whole cycle again, man, did it feel good just realizing that. Like, again, not that it's a mystery, but, you know, sometimes something just sort of clicks in your brain. You go, oh, yeah, yeah, there's, there's literally only one other guy in the entire sport I'd rather have than my guy. And yeah, I can't seem to beat that guy in the playoffs. And that is, that is maddening. And I got to watch him play in the Super Bowl again. And that is frustrating. And there's, there's all of that. Um, but man, having 17 under center is a very good place to start your off season maneuvering. Um, yeah, I don't know. What do you, what do you think? Is it, do you agree with me that there's really, it's Mahomes and that's, that's the only guy you'd rather have. Um, you know, you want to talk about the MVP? You want to talk about how Zach is going to be made crazy by Brock Purdy uh, being in the Super Bowl? That is cool, too. 803-0550 is the number. We've got uh, plenty of time here in the next half an hour, 40 minutes or so for your calls. At 4, Mike Janitti from Track. We will, we will put the Bills off-season salary cap on the lift, so to speak, and really let the mechanic take a look at it. Looking forward to Mike being with me at 4. Sal Capaccio at 5 for some of the similar type conversation, and then Paul Hamilton on the Sabres uh, at 6. 803-0550, again, is the number. Mike Shope is off today along with Zach Jones. I am the Bulldog. We'll stay, start plowing through your calls right after this on WGR. I love it, and I also hate it. You know, I wish I wasn't here. I wish I was still playing football, and that's the goal, not be able to play in these, and that's the nature of the business. You know, there's one happy team at the end of our season, and then it's the Super Bowl, and that's next week. So hopefully I'm not here next year. That's the plan. That is Bills quarterback Josh Allen speaking on Friday as he wrapped up his two-day stint, uh, part of the Pebble Beach Pro-Am tournament that uh, got shortened by weather. 54-hole winner, Wyndham Clark. He was I, – I, I wonder if there – there probably is a story. People surely had bet on him. Yesterday morning I saw a tweet that said, you know, this weather they're, – they're postponing the final round from Sunday to Monday – Woke up today to news that they were just can- canning the, the the final 18 holes, so your 54-hole winner is Wyndham Clark. I wonder if yesterday morning he was in the lead. Obviously, he's won the thing because they didn't play another single hole after that. He was plus 200 to win the tournament. And the tweet I saw was like, is this free money? And I don't know if the if the tournament doesn't go its full course whether that just voids like if I had be- if I had bet on him I saw that and I thought uh, yeah, mm, you know I'm betting on what am I doing I'm gambling on right? weather yeah. is what I'm yeah. doing right uh, but it might be free money if they don't play another hole I wonder if you bet on him This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance whether you love true crime or comedy celebrity interviews or news you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue and guess what now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. 
Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Um, at that late stage, whether the the bet would void or it, whether yeah, you'd been just voided. You get I didn't credit even, for winning. I didn't I, even think to check it. I had like $5 down on like Justin Thomas, and I put that down on Saturday. And then when I saw that it come up, that Wyndham had won, I'm like, all right, whatever. And I, I didn't even think about like, oh, I yeah. could have maybe gotten in this to see what would have happened. Yeah. Because his round on Saturday I'll, I'll was bet, unbelievable. I, I, I'll bet. I don't really know. Maybe if you – like I, I was tempted to bet yesterday morning. I didn't. And I'll, I wonder if maybe if you bet before yesterday – like after round three, in other words – Maybe you just that voids, but if you had him at the beginning of the tournament, maybe you got paid. Like I don't, know, I don't know how that worked. It's not really my area, but just kind of interesting that you know he, he, you know that was that was just laying there. But I don't know, maybe that's not how it works. Anyway, okay, sorry, little diversion. Alan, there making the obvious point. It's great to be here playing golf, but I'd rather be getting ready to go play the Super Bowl. Yeah, us too. Uh, you know, getting ready to watch you go play the Super Bowl, Josh. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the number anthony is first up this segment hi anthony thank you for calling you're on wgr hello how's it going sir it's going great how's it going with you oh pretty good i'm just um first time call i think maybe i'll call a hundred years ago whatever <laughs> I, well welcome back that way. you haven't aged a, you haven't aged a minute to my years anthony thank you i appreciate that yeah i'm 64 years old i've been a bills fan literally since i was a little boy um, I've seen the since Joe Ferguson, the the era, the Jim Kelly era when they started going to Super Bowls. Are oh, you talking about exciting? You know, and mm-hmm. happy birthday. They they lost that first one. It was like, oh, you know, it was a like total depression. And not to the point, I need someone need to call someone for me. <laughs> but, I understand, you know, dude. Like, yep, gotcha. Yeah, and um. Then they went three more years. Couldn't win one. Now you bring up Josh Allen, and now it seems like we're in the same boat. It's like it's this black cloud that's over this team. They just can't, you know, not one. Are we in the, like when uh, the NBA, when they were trying to win finals, but Michael Jordan was winning them all, and everyone else was just along for the ride. I'm starting to feel that way about the Bulls. I'm like, are they ever going to win one before I actually, before I'm before I'm gone? <laughs> I feel that man. Like you, you heard me. I'm, I'm assuming you're responding to you know some of what I said in the opening segment of the show, and I, I'm I'm definitely feeling that. But I I come out the other end of that with Josh Allen's our quarterback, and I think I'm I think that's a pretty good that's a pretty good building block. Yeah, yeah, I feel the same way. And I'm looking at my my um, kids and my grandkids. They're Bills fans, and I'm like, what am I doing to them? <laughs> <laughs> They're going to carry yep. on the legacy of almost getting there so close, but not quite making it. <laughs> yeah. Well, trust me, you'll you'll swing out of it. We always do, Anthony. Right? Like my my day, honestly, my day was today. Like I I sort of I I feel like I hit. I hit the bottom uh, over the course of the last couple of weeks, and now I, I feel like I'm all the way back. So uh, hopefully you're not far behind. I appreciate the phone call, uh, and please don't don't let it be another hundred years. Uh, into, is the show ever sounded older? Eight oh three oh five fifty is the number. Ryan is next up. Hi Ryan, thank you for calling. You're on WGR. How are you, pal? Good man. Good. So I want to talk about uh, Josh Allen and the Bills. So basically, look at the quarterbacks that 
in this bowl right now, Purdy and uh, Mahomes. The head coaches are the biggest difference. They're all offensive-minded head coaches. Think about it. I don't think it's Josh Allen's problem. I think it's McDermott's the problem. I'll hang up and listen. Thank you. Okay, thanks for the call. Well, there's certainly a lot of that, and I, I think – I think what I was talking about at the outset today, like the put it all back together, put yourself back together, right, to get ready for all the stuff that comes with an off season, right? Uh, you know, cap casualties and redoing contracts and free agency and the draft and all. I'm laying out the whole calendar like you don't know it, but this year felt heavier to me. Uh, than than it has, and I think that is just that is just the attrition that is created by time. Uh, to like our to our our own fortitude. Can can I keep doing this? Can I keep pouring myself into this? It ends with disappointment. It's so hard to do, and I and I think that feeling, especially like right as the games end, and then in the days and weeks that follow, leads a lot. Like what what needs to change. Obviously, the quarterback is excellent. Should I do something about my coaching staff? Like, well, should I change my head coach? Like, that is a very it's it's when I say obvious and easy landing spot, I don't mean that to be condescending at all to to the the idea of you know pondering that or or wanting to call a radio show to bring it up. Uh, I think it's just it's natural. It is is this ever going to work this way? You know, and you know, on one hand, there's going to be a guy that's listening to that caller and me saying this that's going, yeah, Philadelphia fired Andy Reid, and then he went to Kansas City and got Mahomes, and they wanted one, and he couldn't win for the longest time, so just hang in there. And then there's going to be another guy that's going to be like, yeah, dude, I got, I just, it's 13 seconds, you know, like the Philadelphia game, icing the kicker, all the stuff. And and look, I, again, I'm not judging you. That Philadelphia game broke me. I mean, I was as broken as maybe I've ever been in, you know, that late in the season. Like, I just can't keep doing this, man. But what happened after that? I mean, they regrouped and just they didn't lose again until the very end here. And, yeah, I know that was bitter uh, to lose to KC again. You had him at home. But, man, I, I don't I don't end up at. There's a smoking gun on you know on on McDermott's property about the way the season ended. Um, you know, sure, you can pour over different things that happened during the year that uh, cost them games, but I still I'm still fully prepared to keep going, uh, and that is not you know entirely because I don't think it's realistic that they're going to do anything about it. I mean, obviously they're not. Um, I just think that there's been a lot that you can hang your head on that he's done very well here that I just don't want to take for granted. And yes, it is infuriating at times. And sure. Would I, would I rather have an offensive head coach? Sure. But to just on the basis of that alone, say I need to make a change. I mean, I just can't, I, I'm just, I'm not, I'm not there. I'm not there now. I was there in November. I mean, I was ready. I mean, I didn't have a list of names or anything, but man, I was ready in November. Like just, I can't do it anymore. But you know, I got, I got sort of reinforced by how they 
well, they played from there to the there to the end. I mean, they just ne- they never lost. Um, you know, again until uh, until the Kansas City playoff game. So, um, sure, I, I think Mahomes is afforded an advantage that we don't we don't we don't we do not have. We have to count on a new coordinator to figure it out and get us there. Uh, but I'm 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 still good on that front. So you know, could they be better? probably, but they are awfully good. They've done a lot of winning, and he's done a lot of good, McDermott, uh, with this franchise. And I don't know, man. Another year where you win the division and lose to Mahomes and Reed, I don't feel like is cause for termination. I, I just, I don't know. I'm I'm still willing to keep going at it, I guess, at, at the same way that they are. Uh, that's where I end up. And, and Allen is at the center of that. You know, I, I think he can he can make a lot of things work for you, and um, so I, I'm still I'm still keeping the faith, I guess, in that. Eight oh three oh five fifty is the number. Appreciate the phone calls. Uh, excited, as I said, to welcome Mike Janitti into the show today uh, at four o'clock to go over all well as much as we can. I don't know that we'll get to everything. I mean, he, he might tell you he could use a whole hour, um, and we don't have a whole hour, but. A lot to talk about with um, the contracts and Von Miller and Steph Diggs and is there a way out of any of this stuff uh, or are we mostly going to be looking at redoing contracts and releasing guys flat out? Um, There's going to be a lot of moving parts and a a lot to figure out on that front. So um, we have that coming up for you at 4, Sal at 5, and as I mentioned, Paul Hamilton will be on at 6 as the Sabres uh, get cranked back up. Did you? Um, you asked me. Did you? Did you pay any special attention to either of the All Star events over the weekend? I watched a lot of the hockey on Saturday and some on Friday. The skills and then the games, the Pro Bowl stuff. I just completely, completely missed. I saw the score of the final game was like seventy to fifty. It, or it was. It was a lot to a lot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was a lot. And the one highlight I saw was basically like uh, endless lateral plays. I don't know if that was just in the heart of the game or at the end, mm-hmm. uh, but um, the hockey stuff, I, I I appreciate the reviews that the hockey stuff got. I like the skill stuff. Like Kucherov is the only sore point of the whole thing. I, if folks didn't see it, he, I guess, pretty early on realized like he wasn't going to win and then just boy, did he ever look bad. Like, he half-assed every event he was a part of. Like, he just did not look at it. So much so that he, I think, well, by Saturday, everyone had decided he was the villain of All-Star Weekend, and he just got booed. Every, every, that's good. No, that's good. That's yeah. good. Okay. Um, but mostly, I think, the guys were competitive at the skills thing. And, yeah, sure, McDavid ran away with it. Mm-hmm. Uh but I, I think it worked, I, I would say. I like the skills competitions for, like, any All-Star weekend. I, I, I don't really care for, like, All-Star games, I'm not, even for the NBA. I mm. mean, we now have the 3v3 tournament for the NHL. Don't really care for that. The, the flag football Pro Bowl game, don't care for that. I love the skills competitions. Just cause They can be fun, but you can also see the competitive edge from guys that I really enjoy. Like, my favorite thing from the Pro Bowl weekend was Dan Orlovsky in khakis and a button-down beating every single quarterback in the accuracy competition. <laughs> love that. I absolutely love that. And then it's the same thing with, like, you know, you hear, like, the folklore of, like, Larry Bird in the three-point competition, like, telling everyone, like, I'm going to beat, like, I, like who's mm, playing for second? Yeah. 
all for that. And I kind of like that Kucherov yeah. like knew he was going to lose and just decided to tank it. Just, I'm all for it. Yeah, I, I I think the hockey delivered what you're describing. Um, again, not not at the, like, it wasn't intense, but there was a million bucks there and the skills. I I thought I thought it delivered. If you spent the time watching it, I I think you you got probably at, at the bare minimum, you know, some entertainment value out of it. Um, it needed it needed help. I mean, the thing they you know the fountains in Vegas and the the beachside dunk tanks and stuff um, was just getting a little out of hand. Guys playing golf with hockey sticks that happened in Florida, uh, you know, no thanks. The on the ice stuff I thought worked pretty well uh, for All Stars. Hockey's back. A couple games tonight. Sabers back in action tomorrow night against Dallas. Um, they. Uh, they're not in very good shape, as you probably know. Uh, we'll talk all about that near the back end of the show. 803-0550 is the number. You want to talk about Mahomes and Purdy in the Super Bowl? Can you root for Purdy? Last pick in the draft. Like, I have no trouble at all getting behind him. Like, I, 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 I love the story. And sure, his coach, like the last caller said, he's got the advantage of his coach. But like they're there. And he, he put up stuff. Stunning numbers this year for a guy that's being described as like a game manager and has Cam Newton taking shots at him. I mean, fine. Um, so there's that. Uh, the way forward for the Bills and Allen. Like, is there only one guy you'd rather have at the most important position in the sport than than the guy the Bills have? Like that's that's a that's a hell of a place to be. Uh, but I think that's where we are. That's where I am. 803-0550 is the number. I am the Bulldog. Mike Shope is off today along with Zach Jones. Thanks for listening to WGR. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Glad to have you with us here on a Monday. Mike Shope has the day off today. I am the Bulldog, Zach Jones, along for the ride as well. Mike Janitti from Spot Track, going to go over the, the Bills' salary cap situation, try to figure out some ways to free up some money for them. I mean, they're going to, they know how to do it, but Mike and I are going to talk about it. And uh, Sal Capaccio at five, Paul Hamilton at six on the Sabres. John is first up this segment. Hi, John. Thank you for calling. You're on the air here at WGR. Bulldog, uh, first-time caller. I mean, I've been listening to you for years. I'm 59. And first of all, let me just say, you know, thank you for uh, – man, I'll tell you what. I mean, I'm, I live in Atlanta, and here I am, 3.30, 4 o'clock in the afternoon, listening to you back home. So God bless you. Well, God bless your- thank, thank you for that. I mean, you're, you're the one who deserves thanks. I'm just – they pay me to be here. So I appreciate you, you uh, putting the time in. Way too modest, sir. But look, this is my question. I'm 59. You know, I've bled Buffalo, too. Uh, you know, and I remember Ferguson, I remember Kelly, and now we got Allen. What I remember most, though, and what I've learned most, is that these opportunities are generational opportunities. There's tons of years between a Ferguson and a Kelly and an Allen, and we know it all too well here in Buffalo. So McDermott done great things for, you know, the, the team and the organization and everything. 
God bless him, it's true. And I'm not one that says fire him. You know, but I mm-hmm. am one that says this. Really, right now, I think Allen is the best football player we've ever had in Buffalo. Uh, compare him to Kelly, whatever. I just, he just, mm-hmm. The kid is just the best. Do we trust McDermott? I mean, McDermott right now is 0 for 6. He's got, what, another four years left on his contract. Allen, you know, got his deal. I mean, essentially, McDermott and Allen are joined at the hip. So, you know, do we entrust McDermott to define Allen's career? Because at the end of the day, I really think it was McDermott that wanted the 12 personnel. It was out of McDermott that we had the comparisons of Cam Newton, you know, which I think was a disservice to Allen. He's so much more than Cam Newton ever was. Um, but I understand that he was doing it with his reference of where he was. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, but, but the thing is, at year 10, do we look back and say, if we're 0 for 10 at that point, <laughs> with, 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 with a flex year coming up, did we really make a mistake hanging out with McDermott that long? Well, I mean, if we get if we if we get to, to I appreciate the call and the compliments at the outset of your uh, of your time here with us, John. I, I think, I mean, look, look, man, we if we if we get to year ten, yeah, I mean, that's it's <laughs> we stayed too long. We should have left. I mean, of course, trust is such a such a hard word. Like trust, do I trust him? I, I mean, I guess so. I'm I'm hopeful. More than I trust. I mean, I, I don't know. I hope slash trust. Um, I think there's been more good than bad. Um, we know what the track record is. Um, this does not help my uh, my uh, like sort of like stay the course, keep going uh, stance. Thinking about because I. You know, is there a smoking gun on McDermott's property from the playoff loss this year? Well, not really. They, you know, they had injuries and they had the ball at the 29-yard line after the two-minute warning. And, like, I like my – I would have taken that going into the game. He's very fortunate that that block punt didn't end up haunting him because that would have been another – I don't know if Tyler would have written 20,000 words about it, but, like, the fake punt, getting like he got saved by that fumble at the half yard line by Hardman that went through the end zone. Otherwise this off season, I, and I get that. Like you're, you're out there going like he did that. Like that was, he was that close to blowing that game. And I can't tell you anything other than, but it didn't. And that's football. Um, overall trust. I mean, I, I guess I have to say yes. I, I don't, I'm not over here banging the drums like they should fire him. Uh, I also happen to think like if I was on the radio four hours a day doing that, I would sound like an unhinged lunatic because they're not going to fire him. And again, I don't, I don't say that to mean like you are an unhinged lunatic for walking around as they're thinking they should do that. But it just isn't functional for me to, to stand there. So I'm standing somewhere else because I just don't. I, what's the point? in yelling about something, you're just yelling into the abyss uh, at some point. So, um, I, but I would admit I have more hope than trust. It's more hope, but that's sports. I mean, how much can you trust? Even Allen, like I, I trust Allen. He had 18 interceptions this year. He's not a perfect specimen. He's, I, I, again, I wouldn't take but one guy in the entire league over him, but it's not perfect. 
Very little is in sports. 803-0550, except the Chiefs, apparently. 803-0550 is the number. I said that out of habit. Don't call now. I mean, unless you want to sit on hold and listen to Mike Giannitti, and that's cool by me and him, too. But we're going to get into the Bills' salary cap with Mike Giannitti from Track. That is coming straight ahead. Mike Shope is off today along with Zach Jones. I'm the Bulldog, and you're listening to WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 